Welcome to the Alternative Prescription Podcast, where we use our experiences in healthcare, entrepreneurship, personal development, fitness, and relationships to offer you a unique perspective on how to write your own prescription for a fulfilling life. We hope that this podcast will be entertaining, thought-provoking, educating, inspiring, and fun. Our goal is that our conversations will give you the permission to pursue an alternative path, change your own narrative, and live your life on your own terms. My name is Dr. Bolu. I'm a holistic life coach, speaker, author, and a pharmacist. Hi, I'm Dr. Lowe. I'm an MD, entrepreneur, real estate investor, and a writer. Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Alternative Prescription Podcast. And today's topic, we're going to be discussing greatness and leadership and how we can all be inspired by Michael Jordan's example that he shows in the documentary, The Last Dance, and how we can use that to apply the concepts of greatness in our own life and become leaders in our own right, in our own situations, in our jobs, in our careers, in our entrepreneurial pursuits. So we really hope you guys enjoy this. Uh, take a listen, uh, rate, review, share with a friend, and we hope you enjoy. Hello, everyone. This is Love here. Hope you're having a good day. Um, so this topic actually came the other day to a BNI, and um, you know we were watching this The Last Dance. That's you know on uh, I think ESPN now, and there was you know the concept that came up you know what is greatness like why is everybody so into this documentary right like i mean you can say okay we're all stuck in the house and COVID 19 and all that stuff what i think is beyond that right i think this is sort of hit you know the culture in a very powerful way because it's sort of an, an, an anthology of this extraordinary life that we all got to experience, you know, and we're talking about this the other day, you know, I have nieces and nephews who are 10 years old. They never saw him play, but they all want to get Jordans. Why? What is it about this guy that made us feel the way we do about him? And all these years, 23 years later, actually, you know, from the 97 season that, still inspires all of us, you know? So we wanted to just kind of just riff on that idea of greatness, you know? Um, and what draws us to these people? The Kobe's, the Bruce Lee's, the Bob Marley's, like these individuals that kind of reach heights that there's a part of us that wants to do that, but we're just, for the most part, is kind of like pulled by gravity to mediocrity, you know? You just want to do just the, the least stressful and painful thing and just get by and, you know, but when we see these guys do what they do and these ladies do what they do, we are drawn to it. So I think, you know, today we just want to just kind of have a, a pretty cool and fun chat about, you know, the idea of greatness and, and how we can get there in our own ways in our lives now we might not be able to play basketball right we might not be able to dunk a basketball but i think <clears throat> we all in a way can be extraordinary right we can go beyond what we think we, we we feel we can do right we can deny ourselves because i think at its core there's one thing jordan and kobe and a lot of those guys did and it's like they sacrificed, you know, they 
denied their probably base instinct to just kind of be slackers and pushed themselves, you know, as, as hard as they could to achieve something that I don't think it was like a, a mark they were trying to aim at, but I think, you know, for all of us is just being the best self you know, we can be, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so thank thank you so guys so much for, for tuning in. So just with the idea of, of greatness, I, you know, I, th- I think really a lot of us, um, you know, most of us kind of see, you know, Michael Jordan as this excellent example of, of greatness because he was able to, um, to win so much and so consistently mm-hmm. just at a high level. Yes. But, you know, at the end of the day, um, you know, we have to ask ourselves, where did it come from? You know, like yeah. there was just this continual drive to be yeah. better, you know? And, and I think that, I think, I think sometimes we, we actually end up, you know, trying to pursue certain paths um, that, you know, maybe we think will lead us to greatness. But I think, I think sometimes we end up following these paths for the wrong reasons or maybe yes. at someone else's suggestion or because yeah. you have this image or this picture of how you think Absolutely. things are supposed to go or, yeah. you know, uh, so-and-so said or, you know, cultural pressures. And yeah. what happens is I think you're not, you don't have that, that curiosity to, you know, to really kind of drive you and, and to pull yes. you like the love the love for you know yes. the game the love yes. for the craft the love for yes. the work isn't there and i think um you know i've um i've said this before but i think i think love is really like the secret weapon yeah you know? um yeah. It's, it's 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 really intriguing because i just feel like when you have that love, it can, it yes. can pull, it can pull you, Absolutely. you know, it's, it's, a, it's the most powerful emotion. You know, I've yeah. actually heard it said that, um, you know, we're wired for love, but so often we learn fear. Yeah. So, so I think the biggest thing, and I'm sure, um, you know, an enormous mindset shift that, you know, both, um, you know, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, and all these other athletes had to make was that shift from fear to love to yeah. okay, let your love for the game be greater than your fear of failure. You know, let yes. your love for the work, your craft, the the process, yeah. let that be yes. greater than the fear of, of failure or or you know whatever you know whatever people think or yes. you know just whatever outside expectations um, external pressure yeah and yes. just just that internal drive that internal love um has to be greater i think yeah you know one of the things you know you you talked about love but i think another word for love is passion right i think i don't know if it's a chinese saying that if you love what you do you'll never work again in your life Right. I think, you know, one of the ideas we initially discussed with, you know, BNI was the idea about this, you know, an alternative prescription. Like, like, what is that really like, you know, and for some people, maybe you do what you do every day, but your real passion, like what do you really love to do where time just freezes and you just kind of, have a it's it's not even work anymore whatever that is be it could be being a chef being a, a, an artist or being a writer or you know whatever it is you know one of the things i realize is that 
those people who ultimately are great love what they do, whatever that is, right? And if you don't love what you do, you're going to notice this inertia just for mediocrity. You just, it's not going to be organic. You're going to feel heavy. You're going to feel like, I got to go to work today. Like, ah, oh, shit, man, here we go again, you know? And, and there's not that enthusiasm. And I think that effervescence is needed to make you achieve greatness. And so whatever that is for you, you know, and, and, and to give yourself the permission to actually find it, you know, and, and those that do, it's limitless. I mean, you almost have to like convince them to go do something else. You know, I remember reading about Kobe and we're going to deal with Kobe. That's a totally different topic. And Bolo and I were like, that's our guy. So we're going to have a whole topic to, on, on him, but you know, rest in peace. But one of the things he would talk about was he just loved basketball. This was just like, literally like he just loved it. And he didn't understand why others, didn't work as hard as he did because, and he just, he said he realized it when he was as a rookie, like, wow, like these are pros and they're not working as hard because they didn't love it. This was, they were good at it. They could make money doing it, but this is like, so they really ultimately never achieved that greatness. And then even guys like Michael Jackson and they loved what they did. They pushed themselves to the limit. So I think, you know, what is your passion, right? And, and once you find that, you know, how do you push yourself to that place where it's no longer work for you and it's just this relentless pursuit of excellence, you know? Yeah, I, th I think it, it's a very, um, you know, kind of common sentiment to pursue your passion. And I, I definitely, you know, wholeheartedly agree. Yeah. Um, but I, th I think a lot of times uh, there tends to be a little bit of a kind of like a like a black or, you know, black or white, all or nothing kind of approach. And either, yeah. you know, you hate your job and everything sucks or like you're <laughs> like you're putting your two weeks notice tomorrow yeah. and you're, you know, um, you know, just, uh, you know, the whole quit your job. And um, yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, I, th I think everyone has to kind of find the balance that works for them. And, yeah. You know, obviously, you know, kind of starting some on the side, you know, mm -hmm. like weekends, that, that sort of thing. Um, yeah. It can be a good option for, um, you know, people trying to, you know, slowly, you know, maybe you're not a big risk taker and that, that's, that's yeah. cool. you know, not, not everybody can sleep in their cars and, you know, <laughs> on people's couches and stuff. Yeah. Um, so I, th I think that's a, that's a big, um, a big piece there. But I also think that, I think people don't always give themselves enough opportunity to actually ex explore what they're actually you know intrigued about yeah they like they yeah. don't they don't i think there there a lot of times there isn't enough um you know enough downtime or enough yeah you know just kind of white space if you will where they yeah. can actually like kind of process and you know kind of yes. think deeply on wow when was the last time i actually felt joy like true yeah. pure joy and, yeah. you know, just kind of those peak experiences because, yes. you know, all those, all those kinds of things, they always leave clues, you know, yeah. if you just think like, oh man, what was the last time that, you know, like if, if somebody wasn't paying me, what, what, what yeah. could I do? Yeah, what would what, you do? I yeah. know, bro. You yes. Know? Yeah. 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 It's, it's, 
I think we we just get trained so much to not listen to that inner voice or just that yeah. voice of like, you know, oh, I, I love, you know, this is awesome, you know, but but that, you know, oh, but yeah. I couldn't get paid, or but, you know, all, all these different things. I think to a certain degree, right, and we, we, we talked about this earlier, the idea that you, you didn't get here by yourself, right? A lot of forces, you know, you know, kind of guided you, whether you knew it or not, you know, cultural pressures, or this is what everyone is doing, I'm supposed to do this to kind of get to that place. You know, I remembered, you know, when we kind of moved, you know, from Africa back then, you know, we, you know, we watch Oprah on television and she would talk about your inner voice. I'm like, what the hell is that? You know, you know, your inner voice. I'm thinking, here we go again, you know. But as I got older, I kind of like, damn, like she kind of had a point, even though I didn't understand it then, right? Like the idea that, like, what is a vision you have for yourself, right? Like, what is the, like when it's all said and done, like what what is the story you wanted to say about you, right? Or you say about yourself, like, are you okay with just you just kind of doing a rat race? You know, I had a really good friend of mine, um, uh, Chico, and I remember talking to him and he always wants to do um, these unique, extraordinary things with his life, but he has his job and he's totally into, you know, he's just busy. So I told him, I said, listen, bro, I know this sounds crazy. Take a, you know, the idea of him taking a month off from work, you know, and I, and it sounded almost insane, but I said, listen, if anyone ever, if anyone has a problem with it, just have them give me a call. Right. And I told him, I said, take that month off to think, just literally think. And it, it sounds kind of crazy, but just those moments of silence, just having him sort of just be by himself, not worried about work or whatever to just, recalibrate and think, what do I really want to do? And we never ask ourselves that, you know, you're trying to pay your bills, you got certain loans, I got to get a ring, I got to get hit, like, and before you know it, time just takes away. And you never achieve the dreams of those, that little boy that dreamt, I want to be this when I was a kid, you know, and um, again, I've never heard someone at the end of their lives go down, I wish I played it safer that just doesn't happen, you know? And, um, you know, ultimately it's about trying to find your passion. And I think once you find your passion, then you sort of unleash that thing in you that will catapult you to greatness. Yeah, I, I completely agree because, you know, if you can find your, um, your passion or even your purpose, if you will, you know, purpose, I might, yes. I might, I might go I like a little deeper. Yeah. yeah. So if, if you can, if you could find your purpose, then, um, you know, then I, I feel like the the whole, you know, world is conspiring with you to to help yeah. you succeed, to to bring you those opportunities and those those, you know, people um that you meet in those those situations because yeah. um you know it's it's you know, there's a concept called like your zone of genius, right? Like where mm-hmm. where can you put in um, you know, minimal work and get the most results? Yes. You know, where yes. where, you know, like 
if compared to the average person, yeah. where are you like something you're enjoying, something you're getting results at and something yeah. that, you know, maybe isn't common, you know, like when you kind of assess those different areas, then you can really kind of find, you know, where your, your unique, where your edges or, or your superpower. Yeah. Like, a genius, if, if you will. And, and, but bro, it's freaking frightening. It really is like, it really is frightening because there's this notion that life has to be a grind, right? Like we have to kind of like, like if we're not killing ourselves, we're not doing a good job of it. It's like, it's a total mind. It's a total it's, mind. It's, 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 it's kind of backwards because so, so get, so get this, right. So you're, you're a workaholic, you're working these crazy hours on the grind, but you know, maybe you got high blood pressure or, you yeah. know, develop some kind of health thing and, you know, COVID comes and boom, now you're at risk. I know. know. To what so it's, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, 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 it's wild. But, um, but just to your point about just taking time to reflect and just yeah. think and slow down, um, yeah. you know, I mean, all, so many of the, the greatest minds, you know, businessmen, entrepreneurs, they, they read a lot of books. And I know I've heard, you know, Bill Gates takes two weeks every year. Yeah. He calls them think weeks where he just yes. kind of locks himself yes. up in a cabin no, it's true. And, and reads, it's reads true. books, articles, you know, newspapers. And no. I, and, and exactly. I, I think he actually has recommendations every year about certain books to read. And, um, you know, that's one of those things that I'm trying to do now is to actually read more, you know, read more. It's just read about these lives you're inspired by. You go, man, like he didn't start like this, but look at where he ended up, you know, and those stories to me are more interesting than kind of the conventional I did this, this, and this, and I got that. It's like, uh, okay, that's fine. That's cute. But, you know, is that really, you know, a, a um, is that really the, does that really kind of excite you? You know, do you wake up thrilled? You know, and, and I think nobody wants that, man. At least I don't, you know? Yeah. No, I, I, know, I know what you mean. Because I've... You know, I, th- I think there have been times, uh, you know, kind of more recently where I was doing a lot more reading. I was more consistent in my routine. And, um, yeah. you know, I, I, I guess I could blame COVID recently, but, you know, I mean, we, we all got to adjust. But I've, yeah. I've just kind of noticed that there's just a big um, difference in my, um, just just my, my mood, my emotions, just how I, um, just how I process just things. Your, when just I, your when vibe, I'm, yeah. Your vibe, yeah. When you're like reading consistently versus when you're not or, you know, maybe your, your social media or, or whatever news kind of, yeah. kind of yeah. overtakes, you know, overtakes that because it's just, it's yeah. just a quality, just a certain quality of thought with yeah. like a good book versus, you know, just mindless you know, television. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's no, no, you, you want something to pour into you, exactly. right? You, you know, you want to feel like, Oh, I learned this. Okay. That's interesting. Like, like right now we're reading about real estate now. Right. It's a whole different world that you didn't know about a couple of days ago. But now you're like, oh, wow, what's that about? You know what I mean? So you come out richer and, and a bit more informed. And um, like I said, in one of our, in our last topics, we talked about, you know, with this COVID-19, you know, what are we doing? You know, I think one of the things that I really recommend people to do is read, find something that really fascinates you autobiographies 
even business, just read, you know, just open up your mind to new concepts, you know, so you will come out of this better. You know, this yeah. has to have a positive spin, you know? It, yeah. Yeah, everything can be used to your advantage if you can see it from the proper perspective. Um, it's actually a really um, excellent book uh, by Ryan Holiday. It's called The Obstacle is the Way. Yeah, I think you talked so, about that. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's um, you know, it's a little bit of a primer on, um, you know, stoic philosophy and yeah. just kind of um, just the idea of, you know, I, th- I think it's it's kind of related to, um, you know, like Zen Buddhism and, you know, yeah. kind of that, some of that Phil Jackson stuff, but just yeah. the idea that, you know, things aren't necessarily just good or bad. It's, it's how you perceive yeah. it. It's how do you, how you use it. It's the yes. story. It's the story you're, yes. you're telling yourself. No, that's, um, that's huge. Right. Like I did this course years ago called landmark reform. It really kind of flipped my whole mindset. and just how I looked at things. And one of the things, you know, they discussed back then was your interpretation of life, right? Life happens. Then there's a story you tell about it. And we leave these stories like they are like real, right? But in fact, it's just your interpretation, right? You didn't get a call from someone. One person goes, oh, maybe something came up. The other person goes, oh, no one likes me. I'm worthless. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And they leave their lives with that sense of you know, insecurity. And it's like, dude, really? Right? It sounds simplistic, but it's like, you know, it's your interpretation, right? It's how you take life and it's how you interpret things. You know, failure is failure for those who perceive it as that. Oh my gosh, bro. You, you, just, others, you just hit it on the head. You, you know what I'm saying? For others, it's just literally, oh, okay, don't do that, do this. And they just take it off from there, you know? Yeah, yeah, man. Um, man, you, you said some stuff, but even yeah, just, just know, on, so the, on I, the... I see your head skin after <laughs> the wheels. You're like, oh, man, no, you didn't. I'm yeah, like, but just... Easy. Yeah, yeah. Just uh, in regards to the failure uh, concept, like I, um, you know, a couple of years ago, I had my perspective just totally flipped on this yeah. whole issue of, of failure. Um, and, you know, there's there's one... There's one um, there's one uh, Kobe, Kobe Bryant where he's talking about just like the concept of failure. And it's just like, it's, you know, failure is literally just like a, a story that you tell yourself yes. because you had these expectations that it would happen like X, Y, and Z. Yes. You know, so the only, the only failure is to, is to stop trying, is to, is to not try anymore, is to not yes. rest. You know, it's like, yes. um, believe it or not, actually, um, actually had a bit of a mindset shift uh, i think it was like a a big uh song by big sean maybe like 2015 can't remember on that one album anyway it was like um the only yeah yeah the only the only mistake is not learning from your lessons it was some kind of you know it's like it's yeah. like a clever quote like that but it's like it's like the only you know everything is a learning experience essentially yeah. you know there are no mistakes there's, there's no yes. mistakes in life only lessons yes. as a matter of fact yeah like an yeah. epiphany bang exactly boom you know light bulb goes off yeah and it's just like whoa okay so if you just shift your mindset you just tell yourself a different story of oh no this isn't a failure this is just a lesson i just just learned something that didn't work okay now i put that in my my memory bank okay this doesn't work okay cool one like eventually if you learn enough things that don't work and you remember and you remember them right i mean we could we could we could could talk about journaling or whatever keep yeah but if you learn them and you remember them 
eventually like you're not going to do that stuff but you're gonna you're gonna be left with no. what works you know it's it's the truest thing right like and again i think it's sort of a western culture thing because honestly a lot of these eastern cultures that word does not exist that's so like like it te- like literally because we think in language mm. right if <laughs> literally if the language for something doesn't exist it doesn't exist like if it's not a word for something no. It doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're actually right. Yeah, literally, and, and and it's almost like we we carry these burdens with us. This and and listen, I'm I'm talking all this here, and you know, I, I still get hit by this all the time. But you have to kind of remind yourself, like, okay, this is just don't don't let it, you know, weigh you down. Just it's a mindset flip. It's just like, okay, just reinterpret it right and don't give things power you give them power when you ascribe meanings to them that don't really mean what you think they do you know totally and uh there was another um just about the whole story thing is um it's a quote i i saw is like the only thing that's between you and your goals is the story you keep telling yourself Real talk. It is the truest thing. It's the truest thing. It's the truest thing. It's the truest thing. And I, I could have have stories for days about this very idea. The your your narrative is so powerful. Like it's really, really powerful. Like, you know, bringing our boy up again. He talked about most people that have four air balls in a massive game like that and you're that young would crush you going back to Kobe I think it was a 98 would absolutely crush you right and I read an article and he talked about that and he just realized that oh what happened was my legs are weak I'm so young I need to develop leg strength and he didn't make it like psychological, like, oh my God, all that hype about me. me I'm, I'm, I'm not any good. And one of the things I thought was cool is that Shaquille O'Neal told him while they walked off the court, he says, don't worry, someday they will fear you. And I thought that was so, I was like, wow, that's so powerful because he saw what this kid had in him. And he just realized, oh, okay, my legs are weak because, you know, fourth quarter in the games, your legs are the first to go out. So his shorts fell short, but it wasn't his form, right? The story he told himself did not completely destroy his confidence, his game. He just said, oh, I got to get my legs stronger. Case closed, move on. Like, and, and what stories, guys out there, are you telling yourself, right? What story are you telling yourself about your career, your job, your relationships, your body? You know what I'm saying? Like, what stories are, are you telling yourselves? And, and I know, guys, we've sort of swerved from the idea of greatness, and we'll get back to that later on, but this is really important, you know, and, and the idea that our stories define us. So you do have the power to change your narrative. You do have the power to change the perception you have of yourself, you know, and kind of knowing that should give you a sense of self-confidence that, the possibilities are out there, you know, if it 
touches, moves, and inspires you. You know, like they talk, like I remember back, learning back in the forum that I took years ago. So, but. yeah, yeah, totally. So, um, just to just to bring it back to the to the whole um, greatness thing, I think, I think, um, you know, Jordan and Kobe and all these guys, um, you know, they told themselves an empowering story. Yes, you know, that allowed them to to not not then hold themselves back. Yes, because you know. They didn't, they never looked at failure as final. No. You know, I mean, Jordan said no. himself, you know, like every, you know, all the times he missed all those shots, you yeah. know, game winners he missed, yeah. you know, but every, you know, the re- all the times he said su- he failed, quote unquote, is actually why he succeeded. Exactly. You know? It's, it's kind of, I know this is going to be corny, but it is relentless positivity. You almost just have to almost <laughs> It's like they're sitting in the NFL, right? If you're a cornerback, you have to have amnesia. Forget the last play. It didn't happen. Move on and get over it, you know? And I think just one of the things I, I – again, there's no point reinventing the wheel. Look at those who have been successful and just do what they do, right? One of the things that I've noticed with a lot of people who are successful is they are optimists, right? The psychic energy you need to do the things you need to do requires – fuel and that fuel is positivity that's why you need to stay the hell away from negative people you know i think someone used the word enemy vampires they say no good you won't you cannot you're not strong enough to beat them because your natural inclination is fear this is just fact you're always fear is a it's a more natural drive but something that's more powerful than fear is love and it's you know it's it's kind of like like a balance or it really is is there opposite ends of the spectrum it really really is and it's love for yourself love for your you know for what's possible in your life and not giving up you know totally so i so I think with the idea of greatness, I think there's, you know, there's the idea of individual greatness of, okay, what can yes. you achieve on your own? Okay. Maybe, yeah. you know, regards to basketball, you know, you could think of like individual achievements, mm-hmm. I don't know, scoring titles, whatever. But yeah. at the end of the day, you know, to win, to win big in, in sports and in life and business and relationships, yes. you have to bring people along with you. It's you know, you collective. can't, you, you, yeah. yeah, you can't, you can't just, you know, get to the, top by yourself and really have achieved something significant you know so so i i I think to achieve you know really lasting greatness you have to have that leadership you have to develop that leadership and you know obviously we you know in in the last dance we saw a little bit of um you know michael jordan's kind of journey with that and you know um kind of what helped him with that you know whether it's his father Mm -hmm. or uh, his coach at unc Mm-hmm. Or, you know, Doug Collins and, you know, how mm-hmm. that progressed is then, you know, Phil Jackson came in, um, mm-hmm. you know, the triangle offense, but just, um, you know, just understanding how to bring out the best in his teammates yes. and, you know, and how to, it's, it's, it's such a, such a nuanced art, I think, you know, how yeah. to, how to get the best out of people around you or how to, how to effectively, yes. you know, deal with and manage and, and, you know, succeed with absolutely with the people around you. I, I think, in essence, what you get at is the idea of leadership, right? I think ultimately, to be great in the realm of the collective is just 
it's leadership, right? How do you inspire people around you to push themselves to greater heights, right? And I think, you know, in the last dance, you see Jordan getting all the scoring titles and all of that. And he took Phil Jackson to say, and, and it's really interesting because he has a very Eastern philosophical mindset. And he literally tells him, look, you can do all of this stuff, but for us to win, you need to get your guys better. You need to get them stronger. You need to create literally more leaders, right? And for you to do that, you have to give them the confidence to be able to function without you. And, and I think it's really, really fascinating if you watch the, the, I think it's the fourth episode or the fifth episode, where he finally, Phil tells him, Paxson is open, give him the ball. And I'm thinking, damn, that's so unique, right? And he starts giving him the ball, and all of a sudden, the team doesn't have to worry about just stopping one guy. you got to deal with four crazy guys who can hurt you. And it's all over, right? And I think when you think of great businesses, you think of great um, um, things like civil rights, for example, movements, you have multiple leaders. So when you take one out, a la King, someone else takes over, you know? And that's how you create sort of a legacy is to try to inspire those around you, you know, to, to greatness. And even if you have, you want to start a small company, you know, one of the things that I, I learned in my experience, you know, in my, in my entrepreneurial journey was one thing I learned early on was you have to check your ego. That is the hardest thing. That is the hardest thing. That is the hardest thing. Because it's the natural inclination to sort of pound your chest, I'm the boss and all of that. And I think what helped me, you know, besides, you know, um, you know my family and, and people I was close to, I think it was reading all those books and you see all these great leaders that just kind of said, no, inspire them give them the confidence you know i would tell my guys i don't care if you feel feel big just figure just be comfortable with it own it and learn from it and it's it's you can't lead tyrannically it doesn't work man if you if you have guys who are scared to take chances it's not gonna work you know what i mean so i think you know great leaders are kind of I think you mentioned the other day like about like servants, they serve, you know, and uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's, it's, yeah, it, it's, I, yeah, we could, we could talk about, we could talk about ego all, all day, but it's, it, it, I think it really is a hindrance to, to good leadership because, mm-hmm. you know, without, without realizing it, you know, you can, you know, you can deflate people's self-esteem or you could just, you know, just mess up the whole dynamic, you know, maybe people even lose, you know, lose their, their passion, inspiration. Yeah. Yeah, Lose inspiration. So I I think just in, in regards to leadership, I think one of the, the real keys is just having a vision that people can buy into. So, you know, whether that's in a, in a business, yeah. you know, or, and you're just like a partnership, even like, even like a, even a romantic yeah. relationship. Yeah. I know it's you know, crazy, right? Yeah. yeah. But no, but what's, what's, what's really interesting. I'm, I'm thinking about my, my wife and I, and, you yeah. know, as we were um, dating and everything, like, 
you know, I've, you know, I've, I've always just been someone who's just kind of ambitious. And I, I, you know, I would tell her like, you know, this is, this is what I imagine. These are my plans. You know, I, I want to live a life like this, you know, and just, yeah. and just, and not only just saying it, of course, cause you know, I mean, talk is cheap or whatever, but cheap. just, just demonstrating it, you know, yeah. just, just setting an, an example, you know, kind of casting that vision and, mm-hmm. um, you know, just, just really being that inspirational example that people can look to and emulate. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't always have to be spoken. I mean, you know, obviously sometimes you're going to speak it, but it's also sometimes maybe just, you know, your mindset, your work ethic, your values, the intangible mm-hmm. things that they, that they see from, from the outside, because, yes. you know, you're, you're really, you know, heavily influenced by the people you're around and, oh, and hell yes. you know, yes. and, and if you surround yourself with, with, with better people, you're going to become better yourself, you know, in whatever yeah. area that is, you know? So yeah. it's, it's just a, a great way to, to learn from people. And then, you know, iron can, you know, sharpen iron, iron and that, yeah. that kind of thing. No, it, it's so important. Like, you know, in terms of leadership, believing in your crew, trusting them, Sitting your ego aside and giving people the room to be flexible, to be creative, you know, and and I think watching The Last Dance, you know, you see that as the episodes go along, you know, you realize he starts to back away, let Scotty shine, you know, give Dennis room to be a maniac because yeah. he understands, look, this guy has to do what he has to do. I can't just keep Totally. dominating him you know and yeah it was successful yeah totally end. oh my bad bro but i think i think just once you get to like that higher level and you've kind yeah. of mastered the you know mastered the individual component if you will then yeah. you could start to play chess a little bit of like yes okay when does it make sense to do my thing okay when should i let yes. them do their thing yeah and you, you know it, it is really kind of high level stuff which and it really yeah. takes time but you know just to be it's able it's to a higher know, functioning yeah it is higher function yeah and just to be able to know okay you know what is this person like what what's what's gonna help them play to their strengths and you really have to yeah. know your people too you have to exactly. know them because if you if you don't know them and their strengths and their personality like you can't you can't put those pieces together because no. you know i i you know just to have just to get that synergy like you have to have people's strengths playing with other people's strengths you have to have a strengths based kind of kind of focus if you will and if you don't know your people you can't know what their strengths are and how they can shine and be most effective and i think one thing i thought phil jackson had was a high emotional intelligence incredibly high incredibly I mean, high I, I mean like we knew he was good but you had to watch that and i i it's like my respect for him just went up. increased even more yeah like literally even more like i would heard that because he knew shaquille o'neal didn't come to camp in shape he will make the preseason training camp practices less intense think about that because he knew he needed a big guy ready to go for the playoffs which would drive Kobe freaking mad. Oh, right? yeah. Like, and Shaq oh, would say, gosh. look, y- y'all don't pay me the offseason. I'm like, oh, my God. Because he's like, he's like, Kobe's going to work no matter what. Kobe's going to be his A game no matter what. Exactly. You, know, you got to get Shaq to buy in. You know? I know. But, but yeah. think about it, right? Most coaches would be just, oh, my God, how could you do this? And it's like, dude, 
forget about how you feel about this. Exactly. You know, like it's, it's like, like it's, a, it's an affront to you. Like you're yes. the most important like, piece there. Yeah. You just deal with that. Yeah. Like, you know, um, it, it's so funny because again, in the last dance, this is a scene where Michael Phil tells the crew one week to the most important game of the season, game seven against, you know, uh, the Cedars with Utah. He tells the team, let's go golfing. And there's a scene where, you know, Michael likes to golf. He's like, all right, everybody, like, let's go. Let's get on the bus before Phil changes his mind. And he goes, most young coaches will be hammering us right now. But Phil had the entire team go play golf. And I was like, damn. Like, I'm looking at, I'm thinking about that now. And it's like, you have to know your people. You have to know when to push. You have to know how to push. You have to know who to push. At the same time, you have to know when to give the guys room to breathe and get the hell out of their way and give them the confidence to do what they have to do. And it, it's such a higher level thinking. I, I think a lot of us aren't there. It will take a while to get there, but that is just, that stuff moves me all the time. Yeah, for, for sure. It, it, was, it was actually um, Phil Jackson's book, uh, 11 Rings, that actually yes. got me yep. into, you know, meditation, personal yeah. development, self-improvement, you know, just kind of opened up a whole kind of new world for me just because, yeah. you know, my, my, you know, my bridge into it was, was basketball, if you will. And then yes. I'm like, oh, cause you know, I was just like, man, you know, like, like, all right, this guy coach, you know, like my favorite players of all time, some of the yeah. goats, I'm just like 11 championships. I'm like, all right, I can learn a thing or two. Yes. You know? No, no, um, no. And these are big egos. Oh, super yeah. Super egos. Yeah. Um, uh, just just as, as a basketball side, I hate when people try to downplay Phil because like, oh, well, oh, he had all these God. players. No. You know? I'm like, okay, but if those, like, all those players wouldn't be regarded in such high regard if they didn't win. And Thank they you. wouldn't win. None of them won without Phil. You know? Thank you. No, no, no. It, it's, it's a fact. This is like, I, it, it's almost, I think it's actually harder to win with superstars, as ridiculous as that sounds, because yeah. you have to deal with these egos. How do you, like, one of the under-discussed part of that documentary was, how do you convince Jordan to do an offense that takes the ball out of his hands? Like, you have to, I mean, look, some players say, you know what, fire this coach. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. But, but you have there, to understand. There, there's, there's a reason Mike, uh, Mike D'Antoni is still in Houston. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Thank you. Exactly. Oh, that's a whole different topic. But exactly. Yeah. You know? but, but I think what I got from that was that he trusted Phil. And that is one of those things like all of all this thing we've talked about doesn't mean it means nothing without trust that I trust you and you have my best interest at heart. That is huge. Right. And I think one of the things great leaders do have is they just, the followers just realize that he would trust him. We just simply do like this guy is doing everything he can for us to win. And it's not selfish and people can smell that a block away. They just know it. They feel it. They can tell the way you look at them, the way you speak to them. Like, and like one of the greatest presidents is, I think, is Lincoln, right? What did Lincoln do? 
he had a team of rivals. Think about this. You put together a crew of your harshest critics during the campaign to surround you as a head of state. Think about that. Most of us look at your boy Trump. Well, maybe not your boy, but <laughs> Trump, right? I, I live alone. I live alone. Okay. You put a bunch of yes men, right? What did he do? He put in the most competent people who they all probably felt they were smarter than him and look at this, you know, because he was from a lower class, if you will. And these, you know, brilliant, powerful figures all grew to respect him because what he had was a first-rate temperament. I don't, I, I don't think to be, to be head of state, you have to be the smartest person. You just know when to shut up and listen. Literally. Yeah. And again, it's difficult with ego, but great leaders, that's a huge component in that. It's a humility yeah. to understand that you don't have all the answers. And your job really is to make a decision, you know? Yeah, I I, I totally agree. I mean, I, I always feel like if you're the smartest person in the room, then you're in the wrong room. You'll get the hell out. <laughs> like for real, no, no. You, that's when you, when, when you realize you're the smartest guy in the, in the room, get nervous. I will start, I will start getting nervous. You know, yeah. you want to be with people you can learn from, they can teach you stuff. You just grow, man. You know what I mean? Totally. Just grow. Yeah. So I, I think I think that's a great place to, to to leave things, you know. But absolutely. Just yeah, just just learn, grow, you know, kill kill your ego and Yeah. You know. No, no, no. And 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 I think greatness is in all of us, right? I think um you know, there's divinity in all of us. I'm not to bring in religion here, but I think, you know, you know, I think we're made in God's image. You know, if that's your your faith and your your religious traditions, and there's such room for extraordinary things. You know, and there've been moments in my life where I, I was just humble, like, wow, that, I mean, how that happened? But I think we all have that in us, right? And I think. It's about finding your passion. I think it's about just giving yourself to something completely. Just, you know, like I remember Michael Jackson saying, I'm a slave to the music, you know, the rhythm. I just devote myself to it, you know? Time is irrelevant. Push yourself. And whatever that is, you know, you're growing your business. So if you have real estate or if it's an online service, like go in it with a passion. And I think the sky's the limit. Yeah. Yeah, just just beautifully said, and um, yeah. So right. with that, we will thank. I want to thank everybody so much for tuning Absolutely. in. Uh, yes. It's been a pleasure, yes. and uh, you know we love all the, the feedback, the comments. So yes. rate rate us, review us on uh, Apple. That would you know help us a lot, and mm -hmm. um, we will catch you guys uh, next time. Absolutely, cheers, and um, it's been a pleasure. Yeah, it's been a, absolutely, it's been a pleasure. Cheers.